Welcome to Black Girl News, the podcast, a podcast that shares the stories of black women to the masses. And now your host, Leah Gordon. We did know the person who did it. We had actually been talking to him and hanging out with him a lot. I just want to know why, because he's, from what I know, not that kind of person. It was just crazy to me that the one person that she continuously vouched for and said that she wished that more men were like um, is the one that took her out. This is probably one of the most um, brutal murders that I've seen uh, in my time at Dayton PD, which is 30 plus years. You think you've seen it all, but, uh, but yeah, I really haven't. The two women who were murdered near a gas station Sunday morning have been identified. The Montgomery County Coroner's Office identified the woman Tuesday morning as Felicia Brown and Michaela Daniels. Police said although three other vehicles were present at the gas station and an attendant was inside, no one reported the incident to the police and one of them even drove away from the scene. What about the fact that they got shot and nobody reported it for three hours? That bothers me. That bothers me a lot. Everybody's looking, but nobody's calling. Is that disturbing to you? Yeah. I mean, it hurts. Yeah. Felicia Brown was 38 years old and lived in Dayton, Ohio. Kind, loyal, attentive were characteristics used to describe her. According to her Facebook, she worked at the Good Samaritan house. Felicia loved helping others, especially her friends and family. Felicia was a mother, sister, and friend to many. She cherished her relationships with others, especially with her best friend, Michaela Daniels. Michaela was 44 years old and also lived in Dayton, Ohio. According to her social media, she was a self-employed mother of three. Kyla, as her friends and family called her, was also in a loving relationship with her partner for many years. Everyone who knew her described her as loving, joyful, and charming. She would light up every room she was in. Not long ago, she suffered a loss that was extremely hard for her, her son. You were a boy. I never knew how much I could love Did one person. My only son is now transitioned from this plane. I remember naming you and your dad and I put your name together. Just think it was going to be Malik Devante. But we settled on De'Aaron Devontae Milliner, born at 2.46 a.m., weighed 8 pounds, 7 ounces, and 19 and a half inches long. And as, as you came out my womb, you wee-weed up my bloody leg. <laughs> I miss you so much, my darling son. As I sit here and write this, I feel like it's a dream. I want you to know, baby, how much I yearn to have a better relationship with you. I loved you from when you were a teeny tiny seed before you even grew any limbs. I miss you most. I miss you. I'm lost. I would just like to hold you, but I know now that's no longer possible. I will carry you with me everywhere I go. Since the incident, Michaela cherished spending time with her family, especially her best friend, Felicia, who has been by her side during that difficult time. But sadly, over the weekend, while the two women went out just to enjoy themselves, the two were met with danger. Around 2 a.m. early Sunday morning, the pair were murdered at a gas station, and no one at the scene reported the crime. 
Well, James, besides the brutal nature of the shooting that took two women's lives here at this Shell station, another factor that has caught the attention of the public on this case is the fact that the two women actually sat lifeless in their car for more than three hours before anyone called investigators, and that has made their family and friends' agony even worse. Police were dispatched around 4.53 a.m. after a security company sent a panic alarm to the emergency center. According to police, security footage revealed a disturbance at a gas station involving a black vehicle and a black male wearing a purple ball cap who fled on foot after exiting the back seat of a vehicle. The best friends were found in the front driver and passenger seats inside of an SUV located at one of the gas pumps. Police believe the suspect rode with the women to the gas station and that the women had been out prior to the incident. Friends of the women say that this man was a friend. However, police have not confirmed. We did know the person who did it. We had actually been talking to him and hanging out with him a lot. I just want to know why, because he's, from what I know, not that kind of person. It was just crazy to me that the one person that she continuously vouched for and said that she wished that more men were like um, is the one that took her out. What authorities did confirm is that police were called just before 5 a.m., even though the incident appeared to have happened a couple of hours early. Although three other vehicles were present at the gas station and an attendant was inside, no one reported the incident to the police and one drove off from the scene. Currently, police are asking those people to contact them regarding the incident. Police also said Monday that the attendant didn't set off the silent alarm until they saw someone over by the victim's SUV three hours later. Within the first 48 hours, police were able to arrest a suspect at about 1.30 p.m. that Tuesday. Details regarding the suspect were not released and police are still looking for a motive. Authorities said evidence was tampered with while the two women were still inside the vehicle, and now they're looking for the identity of a person who returned to the scene of the incident with the suspect. Uh, good afternoon, I'm uh, Major Brian Johns with the Dayton Police Department. We are here today to announce about an hour ago we did make an arrest in the uh, double murder that happened Sunday morning at West Third Street in Gettysburg there at the Shell Station. Uh, we, we are asking for the uh, public's help in identifying this person right here. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> we are asking the uh, public's help in identifying this individual right here in a photograph. Uh, black male, uh, dark pants, black gym shoes, um, uh, red shirt, um, like a black overcoat type. Uh, just to make sure that we're all clear, um, he is not wanted for the shooting of our victim Sunday morning, uh, but just before 5 a.m., uh, this man here, along with our suspect, returned back to the scene um, of the Shell Station where the shooting occurred uh, prior to police arrival and began to tamper with evidence <clears throat> in the vehicle with our deceased victims inside. So uh, we have apprehended the vehicle uh, that came back to the scene that morning. We have uh, identified the driver of that vehicle. Uh, we have arrest, made an arrest uh, in, the, uh, in those murders. And lastly, we need help identifying this guy here. Initially, you said that yeah, there was someone in the back of the car, and that person shot at the two of them that were sitting in the front. This person just came back to the scene later on to help clean up the mess, from my understanding? Well, yeah, so that shooting occurred around 2 o'clock in the morning is when the actual homicide occurred. Um, as you mentioned yesterday, there was like a delay in, in the police being notified. 
uh, about 5 a.m. or so, we got called from the silent alarm at the Shell station. Um, what happened between that time, we actually had like two visits, right? One, one individual who does not appear to be our, our suspect in this comes to the gas station, pulls up, walks over, and surveys the scene and sees our victims inside the vehicle, and then leaves. A short time later, um, a, another vehicle shows up, a black Chrysler, um, at which time um, this guy gets out of the car and is joined by our suspect who returned to the scene and then being a tamper with uh, the, the Suburban there with our victims still inside. When you um, say tamper, what, what types of things did he did this Yeah, I'm not going to go into great detail exactly what he did, but he tampered with the evidence and um, that was at the scene. Uh, and, I mean, there are two victims inside the vehicle. Um, so that's, I mentioned yesterday the callousness of this crime and how in 30 plus years is probably one of the worst I've seen and the whole lack of humanity to do that. Um, I mean, it was, you know, to them it was like a spectacle, uh, which is really. Do you have any leads on a motive possibly? Uh, right now, uh, we have no lead on a motive. Um, so we're waiting for some evidence to come back from our, our laboratory, BCI predominantly, uh, and uh, we'll go from there. The man is described as a black male wearing dark pants, black gym shoes, a red shirt, and a black overcoat. Anyone with information is asked to contact Dayton police or their local authorities. Family and friends of the victim are at a complete loss for words. Everyone is hoping that justice will be served in this case and that the correct people will be identified. I will continue to keep my thoughts and prayers with the friends and family of the victims, especially for their children. Going onto their social media accounts and just seeing them being mothers, this is completely disheartening. Let's make sure we use our discernment and please stay protected. Thank you guys so much for watching. Let's please respect the victims and the family in the comments. I love you guys dearly. And with that being said, don't forget to check on your loved ones.